away at the corner of Carnegie and Ontario. Hey everybody, welcome back to Mad Dog Pod. I'm Nate. I'm Gabe. And I'm Andrew. Today we're going to be going through our Mount Rushmore for each of the Cleveland sports teams. So we're going to be naming our top four players of all time from the Cleveland sports teams. And then we're also going to predict one player from each of our current rosters to be in the conversation for being a part of the Mount Rushmore. So predicting mainly like a younger guy on one of our three teams to make it into being up there with like the big names of all time. So we'll dive right into our Mount Rushmores, and we'll start off with the Indians. I'll start us off. Um, the Indians, I think there were, this is probably one of the more debatable ones for all four. For a lot of the teams, there were like one or two guys that were just locks, but I don't think that's really true for the Indians, except maybe Bob Feller, who is my first guy. And then in no particular order, my other three were Jim Tomey, Omar Vizquel, and then this one's kind of an out there shout, but I put Francisco Lindor already up there. I'm hoping that he signs back with us and gets this spot like locked down, but I think Lindor's already had such a big impact on our team and our city and just like the name and the brand of the Indians. And I think he's going to be the big guy leading us into our new name in the next couple of seasons. So... I put Lindor in my Mount Rushmore, maybe a little premature, but what did you guys put on there? Uh, for my Mount Rushmore, Indians Mount Rushmore, I said Bob Feller, obviously. I also said Jim Tomey, and then I said Kenny Lofted. Um, and then my fourth one, it's I was debating between Vizquel or Albert Bell, and I think just strictly off talent, I put this guy in there, Manny Ramirez. I think he's maybe the most talented baseball player that the Indians have ever had. Um, there was a season where he hit above 300, had 165 RBIs, and had 40 homers. Like, the dude was just insane. And then uh, for my future one, I have Shane Bieber. Right now, he's on an insane pace in terms of strikeouts, and he's 3-0 this year. And he showed a lot last year, and he's, he showed a lot of growth this year. And he's the favorite to win the Cy Young right now, so... I think he can win multiple Cy Youngs in his career. Yeah, I forgot to mention my favorite, but I think all three of us put Shane Bieber as ours to be the future uh, guy in this list. He's already like more than replaced both uh, Kluber and Bauer in our rotation. And like he is the best pitcher in the MLB right now, and it's not even close at the top. Even though he gave up two home runs in his most recent start, his ERA is still like .78 which is just disgusting. He almost has the most strikeouts in MLB history through three games. And he's looking like he's going to lead the league in strikeouts, wins, ERA, and an easy AL Cy Young this season, especially considering like Verlander and Kluber are both hurt. So I think he had to be the choice if we're going to assume Lindor is already like too close to be put as like the future prediction. I don't know. I, I wouldn't have Lindor in my future. Oh, I would have Shane Bieber over Lindor in the future. I just... I don't know. It depends. Like if I, I think he's gonna leave. So, I, I don't think you can put him in the, uh, in that Mount Rushmore area. Yeah. And also, I think Omar Vizquel, it might be a better player than Francisco Linder. Granted, he doesn't have the power, but defensively, there, I think Vizquel probably has him. And yeah. then just hitting for contact, I, 
I'd say Vizquel. Yeah, I mean, a lot of my putting Lindor on there was kind of like cheating and putting a second prediction in. I personally think that Lindor will stay and be like a staple of our team to come. And I think if he does stay, it's fair to say that based yeah. on his current trajectory, yep. he will be like a Mount Rushmore player. Uh, Cannon, what did you Yeah, think? so for my Indians Mount Rushmore, I started off with Bob Feller. I think that was the most obvious one for this. I think you know all of us had it. And he's kind of just like the big name for Indians history. And I mean, really the MLB history in general. But uh, number two is Kenny Lofton. And this is in no particular order, though. So Kenny Lofton, I know, like, I didn't really watch him play that much, you know, when I was a kid. We got to see him and, in 2007 yeah, when he came back. And he was really, okay. that was, I, yeah, I remember him coming back to the Indians. But really, it's been just my parents talking about how back when he played for us, he was their favorite player and he was one of our best players. Uh, and, you know, that's kind of left an impact on me, sort of. But uh, number three is Jim Tomey for me. Uh, my brother's favorite player when he was a kid so and i also got to watch jim Tomey somewhat and saw him you know with the white Sox, or you know too when he was he would also ball on us there so uh he's my number three and then larry doby another big indians you know historic player he was like the second african-american to play in the mlb first in the AL, <clears throat> and he was also yeah he was also a really good player for us at you know at the time as well so he's going to round out my list. And then my future or uh, uh, prediction player is Shane Bieber as well. He's obviously like the best pitcher right now in the MLB. He looks to have a huge promising future. Could win the Cy Young this year. So I think that one's pretty good too. I think the interesting thing with the Indians on this list <coughs> is that that 90s team of the Indians that had like Bell, Lofton, Vizquel, Tomey, Ramirez, Alomar, all on the team, like two of those guys are going to be on this Mount Rushmore for all of us, yeah. except for me because I, or no, I still have two of them on, even though I did yeah, pick Lindor. And nine, really with them, you can like pick any of them yeah, to make the list. That yeah. 95 lineup was like <clears throat> murder's row. It was insane how good it was. So, I mean, it, it should have won the... They should have won, but they didn't. But they're still all great players. And even though they didn't win, like, a lot of MLB analysts still talk about them as, like, one of the better teams yep. in recent memory because of how dominant their team was. And, like, someone like Omar Vizquel, I put on my list because just of his defense. Where And then, like, Jim Tomey, you can also take into account the impact he still has today on Cleveland. Like, last year at the All-Star Game, he was, like, the MLB ambassador of it, and he was just, like, pitching Cleveland to everybody. So it's really great to see, like, those kind of guys still in the community. Obviously, like, Bob Feller can't <clears throat> still be in the community because he passed away in the past couple of years. But a lot of the guys that we have mentioned are still around in Cleveland. Um, with that, we'll go into, I guess we can do the Cavs next. I'll do my four. Um, I'm probably the least Cavs fan here, which, I mean, like, that's not saying much because we're all, like, insane fans of all three teams, but I definitely know the least about the Cavs. Um, my four are going to be two more recent guys being LeBron and Kyrie. I think they have to go on the list. I mean, LeBron obviously has to go on the list. Goat, Cleveland legend, probably the greatest Cleveland athlete of all time could argue Jim Brown, but I think it's clearly LeBron. Um, he has to be on the list. And then I pick Kyrie just because of the ring. Cavs never won a ring. You could argue that some people from like the 90s team should make it over Kyrie off of like impact long-term on the Cavs because Kyrie was not on our team 
uh, for as long as them and didn't have an impact on the city for as long and since he left his shit on the city. But I think just because of the ring, I got to put Kyrie on there. Um, and then my other two are Mark Price and Brad Dougherty. Um, I was considering putting Z on this just because I loved Z, but I think I had to go with Mark Price and Brad Dougherty because of the impact they had on our team in the late 80s and 90s. For my Cavs, uh, Mount Rushmore, obviously LeBron James, number one. Oh, I, it's no particular order. Actually, really yeah. quickly to chime in, I forgot to do my prediction again. My prediction's Colin Sexton. I think it's a really hard pick given the Cavs roster saying anyone on our team is going to be one of the top four Cavs of all time. I don't think any of them will, but if I had to pick one, it'd be Colin Sexton. Okay, so back to my list. LeBron, obviously. And then I have Mark Price, Brad Doherty, and... I have Kyrie Irving. I was debating between maybe you could make somewhat of an argument, Kevin Love or Larry Nance or maybe Mr. Cavalier himself, Austin Carr. Um, I was really considering Larry Nance because not only has he impacted, you know, our team in the 90s, but his offspring is impacting oh the team. Oh, my God, sure he was going there. So, you know, he can, uh, you know, he's – He's multi-faceted. <laughs> hey, and Paul Nance is at yeah. Northwestern right now. We might have the third coming in. In that in that regard, he's multi-faceted. And then uh, for my future, um, I'm just gonna say he hasn't hasn't been picked yet. Most likely <laughs> in 2023. Uh, I'm just throwing that out there. Could be 2025, but he's not on the roster. So I'm feeling the 2022 draft. I don't know, but 2023 could be Bronny. So we got to see. Yeah. Uh, so for me, uh, mine's obviously LeBron and then Kyrie. So for Kyrie, I think when we were discussing it before, Gabe said, ah, maybe not putting him on there. No, Kyrie is 100% on this <laughs> list. No, There's no one you can put over him. Other Larry than, Nance. No. You can't put the past no. and the future. All right. <laughs> what has Larry Nance Jr. done for us that Kyrie hey, has? Uh, yeah. Austin Carr no. has been He's a Cleveland legend for Kyrie. 30 years. Honestly, Kyrie might have more like rebounds with the Cavs than Larry Nance do now. It's possible. It's possible. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> I think that one's without a doubt. You know, hit the shot, got the ring and everything. Crapped on the city. Uh, but we don't count that. So, uh, Mark Price is number three. You know, kind of led our team during that. 90s run almost you know took down jordan and the bulls tough tough loss there but uh we were close we were close it was a good 90s team especially for how many good teams there were during the 90s also the Pistons. we, we were up there during that team during that during that time but uh yeah then brad doherty's my number four you know so i think i had the same list as yeah. nate but <laughs> you know i think this one's a little bit there's not a lot of guys. It's a can... little more straightforward. Yeah, yeah there's not very many options. The Cavs just kind of suck historically. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, but uh, my prediction is going to be Sexton slash KPJ. All right. I think if one of these guys turns into a superstar and takes us somewhere in the playoffs, you could probably throw him over, you know, like a Brad Doherty, Larry no. Nance, okay. Austin Carr. Yes. What? If. They like if they're a superstar player, yes, hundred percent. Over Brad Dord, I don't know, maybe, yeah, but we'll we'll see. Okay, it's it's tough to say that they will turn into a superstar. Yeah, like, it's all hypothetical. Yeah, I mean, right now they're both on good tracks, but it's hard to say for the future. Yeah, with that, we'll go straight into the Browns. So, 
I had three like pretty obvious picks, and then my fourth one's a little bit weird, but I'll just go into it. First one, Joe Tom or not Joe Thomas first, but I mean Joe Thomas is one of mine. Then Jim Brown. I think Jim Brown's the obvious answer here. He's the first that everyone thinks of. And then my third would be Bernie Kosar. I don't think he's necessarily the best quarterback we've had of all time, but I think he's had the biggest impact on Cleveland, especially considering he's still around in the stadium, uh, giving analysis, talking to players, and he's still in Cleveland. I think I gave him some brownie points because of that, which put him onto my list. And just like uh, in the minds of Cleveland fans, He's, like, the number one QB, even if, like, a guy like Otto Graham historically was better, like, statistically and in terms of, like, what he did as a quarterback. So those were my three players. And then for the fourth one, there were a bunch of guys I was considering from, like, Phil Dawson to Otto Graham to, like, literally, like, I had a list of, like, six guys I was considering. So I decided to break the rules and pick Paul Brown. Paul Brown... Like, I mean, we're named after him to start, but he won four AAFC championships. But So before it was called the NFL, then he won three NFL championships. He's considered one of, if not the best football coach of all time. He was on the NFL 100th anniversary all-time team as the coach. He's a Browns legend. He won an NCAA title as a coach too. Four high school national championships, which obviously doesn't affect the Browns, but with the Browns, he was, uh, as a coach... He went 167 and 53, and he was just like the pure dominance of the Browns. Like coming out of World War II, we were like the industrial heart of America, one of the biggest booming cities in America. We were predicted to be like one of the biggest cities with like New York and LA for the future of America. And Paul Brown and his Browns were like going around that, and they were like they were like building the best football team in America to go with that. And then after Paul Brown left, he started beefing with the owner, which caused Jim Brown to uh, retire early too. And ever since then, it's just been absolute garbage. No, no we got the Bernie Kosar. Years. Okay, but like we haven't d- done anything. Cardiac kids. I don't know. Yeah. With the like the cardiac Brian kids. Sites. The cardiac kids didn't do anything. If it wasn't for Elway, so, listen, we got twenty twenty Browns coming. Yeah, I mean, true. If but it wasn't for Elway, it took sixty years to recover from the loss of Paul Brown, and he's just won so much with the Browns that even though he yeah. wasn't a player, I had to put him on for my prediction. I really, really wanted to say Baker because I think Baker's going to turn it around. And as a quarterback, you're obviously benefited on these lists. Like if Baker. If we win a Super Bowl or like make it far in a playoffs anytime in the next four years, even if it's not because of Baker, Baker is going to be beloved by Cleveland fans for those results. So I personally think that at some point in the next five years, we will be in a Super Bowl, which might be a bold prediction, but like we have the building of a roster for it. We just need like Kevin Stefanski to work out. Um, and if that happens, I think Baker, if he's still our quarterback, we don't even know if that's going to happen. If true, he might be on uh, this list, but I decided to go for Nick Chubb. I think he's the safer pick. I think there's two guys that are pretty safe picks here, and I chose to go for the offensive one in Nick Chubb. He's been so dominant since we made him the starter. Like, if you start counting his stats from the game that we traded Carlos Hyde on as, like, his first 16 games, he's probably the best rookie ever for those first 16 games, like, better than Jim Brown. So I had to go for him. What did you put for your list, good? So my Browns Mount Rushmore is somewhat similar. So I have Jim Brown, I have Bernie Kosar, and I have Joe Thomas. I have Autogram in there, but I was debating whether to put guys like Ozzie Newsome, Brian Sype, or like Paul Warfield or Clay Matthews Sr. in there. 
Um, but I decided to go with Otto Graham. He's regarded as the best quarterback of that era in terms of uh, st- look at statistics and just play style. Um, I don't know if he made the NFL top 100 team. I think he might. Otto have. Graham. I think he did as like the fifth quarterback. Yeah, Otto yeah. Graham did. Yeah. Yeah. I thought he did. And then, so my future, I think Nate alluded to the other safe pick, Miles Garrett. Um, right now, like career wise, statistically, he's doing great. Obviously, he's got that blemish with Mason Rudolph, but. That, is that really a blemish? <laughs> that's, a, that's a dub. <laughs> maybe. Maybe a blemish in some people's eyes. <laughs> But uh, I think Miles Garrett is, has a great trajectory. We signed him up long term, so we know he's going to be here for a while. And I think he's going to be the franchise cornerstone on the defense. Yeah. So for me, I have uh, Jim Brown, obvious pick here, uh, one of the best players of all time in the NFL. Bernie Kosar, who completely just created this Cleveland culture, and like you ask any older Cleveland Browns fan who their favorite player all time is, chances are they're going to say Bernie Kosar. The, the most beloved yeah, Browns player of all time. Yes, definitely. Uh, Joe Thomas is also on here just for one of the best, you know, if not the the best, the best offensive First ballot Hall of yeah, Famer. First ballot Hall of Famer. And, you know, he's the recent guy on here. So we got to throw someone on there. Uh, <laughs> but my fourth one is going to be Ozzie Newsom. Probably one of the most underrated uh, offensive weapons of all time. One of the best tight ends of all time. He's in the Hall of Fame, and he did a lot of great things for the Browns uh, during his tenure. And it was between this or Otto Graham, and I know I think Gabe put Otto Graham on there, and I kind of just wanted to spice it up a little bit by throwing another guy and giving him a shout-out on here. You know, even though he did a lot of things for our rival, the Ravens, as the GM passed his time playing, uh, I think we can forgive him for that, for his time playing with the Browns. But then my uh, future prediction is going to be Nick Chubb. You could either go with Miles Garrett here or Nick Chubb, or you could you know take a risk on a you know guy like Denzel Ward or Grant Delpit or something. You know, <laughs> take take a risk. But uh, I'm gonna go safe here. Go with Nick Chubb. Already one of the best running backs in the league. He's gonna have a big future, and hopefully he stays with Cleveland. I think he likes it here. Likes the culture, and I think he's going to stay for with us for a long time if we decide to pay him. Uh, and I think he's going to be one of the best running backs in the league for a long time. Here. The, the only reason I didn't choose Nick Chubb was because he's had – now, he's not been injured recently, but he's had those knee surgeries in college yeah. multiple times. And I'm just afraid that it might happen, not this year, but maybe later down yeah. the road, and that sort of – shortens his career i mean that was the thing in the draft with nick chubb was like obviously this guy's a big talent but there's you know that possibility of him getting injured you know and they were just throwing that whole he's had so many knee surgeries already in college that like it was a tough pick and i think we took him the second round right yeah and i mean obviously it has paid off already Mm -hmm. and i mean there's still always that risk that he re-injures it but you know I think he's the, done well so far. I think the other risk with picking Nick Chubb over a guy like Miles Garrett is how replaceable the running back position has come in the NFL. Yeah. Like, there still is the chance that we just choose to not pay the, Nick Chubb the massive contract that he's going to deserve and that we pay, like, Kareem Hunt or just some other random guy who we don't even know of that, like, a smaller contract because there's so many NFL running backs who can just do the job. Like, the majority of the running games rely on a good passing game 
and like an offensive line. And there's like 50 running backs in the in like America who can perform at like yeah. a quality like average NFL level and you see it on teams all the time like James Conner just randomly stepped up like no one knew who that was he just stepped up perfectly for Le'Veon Bell and like it Kareem happened. Hunt yeah. is a perfect example of that Kareem he became Hunt. one of the best running backs in the league you know out of where, where do you Toledo Toledo right yeah. yeah so it's just like a position that hasn't been that important in the NFL but I still have faith in Nick Chubb and I think that like he's one of those guys like a Christian McCaffrey or a Derrick Henry who are good enough that they deserve the big contract even though they play a replaceable position. So with that, we're going to wrap this episode up. It's one of our shorter ones, but we wanted to just get something out there while two of our teams aren't playing and there isn't much news about them. So this was just an episode that could happen at any time and really was just something interesting to talk about. So, as I said, with that, we're going to wrap it up. Let us know who you think your Mount Rushmore's would be. And uh, check us out on all of our other episodes. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter, at Mad Dog Pod. Get in the conversation, like our tweets, like our posts, comment on anything. Help share to some friends. Anything really helps us. Make sure to rate and subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Podbean. And also share it with a couple of your friends. Uh, it's something that's really cool that we started doing is during every one of the games. So right now it's just the Indians. One of us is live tweeting what's happening during the game. We'll react to funny stuff that happens in the game. If someone gets a home run, we'll t- tweet that out. We've been talking about all the starting pitchers and how many strikeouts they've been getting. So even if you just want like updates on what's happening in our games, check out our Twitter. We put like a more interesting spin on just like a basic MLB tweet. So with that, we're going to end this episode. Thank you for listening. Go check out another one, and we'll see you on the next podcast episode.